Hello there, my name is Everett Townsend, and this is not an episode of The Bright Side, as I'm sure you've probably guessed from the lack of intro music. Now, today is an important day for me. This little blurb I'm going to release is more of a selfish passion project, as if The Bright Side wasn't, but it's something I feel like I have to do for myself and hopefully you get some sort of enjoyment or value from it. Now today is April 11th, 2019, and why that date matters is we're several days away from the beginning of the end of one of my favorite things in the entire world. Yes, I am of course talking about Game of Thrones. Now I'm sure there are some people who immediately heard that and turned off the recording because they are not a fan, but if that's the case, why would you even attempt to listen to this? Because it's going to be titled Game of Thrones. Now, I'm sitting here on a very blustery spring day. I'm in my backyard, but I've had to somewhat seek shelter from the wind and find myself in a different location, closer to some of the bees, and hopefully further away from the wind, although sometimes you can't stop them. The wind will do it at once, especially in the spring, and although winter is behind us in real life, winter is coming in the world of Game of Thrones. Now, this is not going to be any sort of an analysis or recap or somewhat of a prediction video. There's a man by the name of Alt Shift X on YouTube. He does wonderful recaps and analysis and explanations. And knowing that that exists, I would feel disappointed in myself if I took a crack at it and didn't do as well. So just go visit him. He will explain to you everything you need to know. No, this video is more as a, well, a documentation of a period in time that will never exist again. A time where one of the greatest monoculture TV shows of our time is still running. Because this time, in a month from now, or maybe six weeks, or however long it is, it will not be running. It will be over and a thing of the past. And so it's important to realize you're in the golden days when you're in the golden days. Instead of looking back in fondness, take it all in. I know on this show and generally in my life I prefer to enjoy nature and natural things, emotions, love, and sometimes, I'm going to let this wind pass. Sometimes the internet or technology can detract from that because it is artificial. But the internet is made up of people. And as of now, most of you 
are on the internet. There's a, a flurry of activity and discussion about this show. Most people enjoy it. And it's something that most people can share together. As years pass, we're all going to get older. And if we have kids now or we have kids eventually, we're going to enjoy showing them things we love, including once they become of age, Game of Thrones. And that will be another wondrous time in our lives that we can all share Game of Thrones with our children. But for now, we're experiencing it all for the first time. So it's important to enjoy it and embrace it. Again, I know the wind is bad and I appreciate you sticking with me. It's wonderful here. It feels great, but probably doesn't feel great in your ears. But if I'm honest, I've tried to record this a few times this week, but let's just say the wind didn't want me to. Didn't want to cooperate. But I'm standing here and I guess in, uh, in spite of the wind. Now, obviously, it's easy to point to Game of Thrones as why people like it. It's, it's got nudity and sexuality and violence and dragons and fantasy and all sorts of wonderful things. But on a deeper level, it's... I heard someone describe it the other day as it's a fantasy world and fantasy genre, but instead of leaning heavily on those fantasy tropes, it's more of a there's more character, there's more development, and then it uses the fantasy to spice those elements up. It's one of the greatest dramas of our time. It features some amazing character arcs where certain characters will completely changes people, and it doesn't seem in an artificial way. They've genuinely gone through things and learned, and there's plenty of lessons to be taken from that. Personally, I am a huge fan of our world's history and geography, and this world, created by George R. R. Martin, is full of that. Now, I've heard people say that the geography doesn't make sense, who cares? It's a fantasy. The vast amount of untouched lands and mysteries, coupled with each land's complex culture and history, make the world much richer than what you see on the show. And even in the books, it's a big combination of two. You can sit there for days reading about what happened in this made up. I'm going to wait for the wind. it got quieter towards the end, it's because I put the microphone in my shirt, and so in that moment you were all closer to my heart. So take, take pleasure in knowing that. 
Now, I believe I was talking about the richness of the history of the world. You can sit there, go down a rabbit hole, and read about hedge knights of 300 years ago who have no stake in the game and what we're seeing in Game of Thrones. You can read about ancient cultures to the east, mysterious continents to the south. And what's amazing about it is how it's all written is it's written in the eyes. It's written from the eyes, or from the perspective, of a, a maester of the citadel. So it's to be written or read as some sort of historian collecting stories and putting them together as a collection of, of in this time period, so-called facts. Which I think is fairly accurate to how it was in our own world. And I'm going to wait for the wind. dangers of recording outside. What I was saying is it's very similar to how I believe our world was before there was cars or planes or the internet when life was a little bit more of a mystery. I imagine some poor fool in Europe hearing all sorts of stories of sea monsters and dark magic from the Far East when in reality it was just people creating stories because they were bored or seeing something they've never seen before or something of that nature. So when you read up on the history of Essos and cities like Ashai and E.T. and all sorts of mysterious places, don't... Well, you're not supposed to read take what you read as facts, more as what the people of Westeros have heard. And to me, that is such a wonderful detail. It leaves so much room for creativity in a world that's already full of creativity. And as you all know, I am a wonderful fan of creativity. It's just so rich. There's so much to love. You can basically become a historian of Game of Thrones. And on top of all of that, it makes a compelling television show with characters whom we all love and will continue to love. So I've rambled on far enough now, trying to keep a straight line of a coercive thought, but also I don't know if that made sense either way. Cohesive thought? That's it. I'm sitting out here being buzzed by bees and wasps in the wind. I'm definitely roughing it. So I feel like I probably know exactly how Jon Snow has felt any time he's gone north of the wall. It's a very similar experience. 
and I think we're closer because of it. So, in conclusion, I did this so years from now I can listen to it and maybe laugh or understand how current me was feeling or past me was feeling when this wonderful show that has brought us all so much joy and heartbreak is beginning its last run. But all things must come to an end. And we must cherish every moment. From the beginning scene in episode one of this season to the final scene, try and take steps back and absorb its greatness. Now, and although this is not a traditional episode of The Bright Side, we will go with a traditional closing of a song. I've chosen one of my favorites from the show, from the books, from the lore. It's called The Dornishman's Wife. It's about a man who has, although received a mortal wound from a Dornishman, who is, who are known to be somewhat wonderful fighters. In fact, Dorne was the only kingdom of the Seven Kingdoms to resist the initial invasion of the Targaryens. As he's dying, he's still got somewhat of a smile on his face because he slept with the Dornishman's wife. Now, I wouldn't doubt it if the whole reason he was killed was because of his adultery, but Dornish women are famously beautiful, so it's probably worth it. Either way, thank you for listening, if you did listen. Hopefully you feel the same as me. You'll continue to share your thoughts on Game of Thrones as this moves forward. I apologize for the winds and the bees and my overall frantic tone for me, but I am excited and would also like to give you some of your day back. So here is the Dornishman's wife. The Dornishman's wife was as fair as the sun, and her kisses were warmer than spring. The Dornishman's blade was, was made of black steel, and its kiss was a terrible thing. The Dornishman's wife would sing as she bathed in a voice that was sweet as a, fe- as a peach, Brothers, oh brothers, my days here are done. The Dornishman's taken my life. But what does it matter? For all men must die. And I've tasted the Dornishman's wife. I've tasted the Dornishman's wife. Thank you for bearing with me. I leave you with one thing. Vala Thank you, goodbye.